Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. If you want to hear more than just this highlight from the program, become a Coast Insider, and you can listen to the full episode plus recent shows covering the mysterious death of Kurt Cobain, the possibility that government may soon reveal the truth about UFOs, and the power of witchcraft as told by an actual practicing witch. Start listening now by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Okay, welcome back to Coast to Coast. Mark Lerner, the astrologer, with us as we talk about the August 21st upcoming solar eclipse. We'll take your calls next hour. Mark, uh, on your website, of course, earthaquariusnews.com, you've got an article that is called Eclipse Catastrophe. Tell right. me tell me about that. Well, I've been thinking about this because I knew it was happening and the magazine I get and just the software I have able to look forward in time. One of the you're, you're scaring us, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is that, again, uh, kind of a catalyst was the local paper here. We- weeks before I actually wrote my article, it was more of the, uh, up here in Oregon, the what's called ODOT, the Oregon Department of Transportation put out a warning saying, everybody's got to start getting prepared for this thing. Now, now think about this, George. This is hitting 12 to 14 states from Oregon through South Carolina, and there's this path of totality of about 70 miles, which is the main sort of area that people are going to be going to, and they're going north and south. And uh, it's estimated that 40% of the American population are within about 300 miles of this area. Now, oh, all yeah. the campsites... I'm going to be going out to St. Louis to see this. Okay, okay, so, but here's the thing. What I've put together in my article, I don't want to spoil it for folks, they can read it whenever they want, but basically, I mean, first of all, Mercury is going to be retrograde, and you know, everybody's heard about Mercury retrograde every couple of months for several weeks, and Mercury retrograde can increase traffic problems, communication things, just all kinds of things going a little bit kafui. Now, in addition, what's going to happen, this is part of my specialty in mundane or earth or world astrology. The charts of countries, the charts of the President of the United States and other world leaders, uh, everybody gets affected. It's not just the path of totality. So the astronomers and the scientists are saying to everybody, oh, this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. It's going to change your life. Now, what's, what's happening is astronomers are used to, for the last, you know, for decades, if not 100, 200 years, to go around the planet, bring, you know, lug all their equipment, hope that the skies are not <laughs> cloudy with thunderstorms, right. which would destroy everything, and they would get, start getting spectacular results. And we've only had fantastic photography that you can put onto telescopes and so on for just, you know, so many decades. But what's going to happen is, as I talk about uh, with you and, and with the listeners many times, there's a chart for America, July 4th, 1776, the birth of our country. Other national charts, but particularly ours, because the path of totality is here. There are all kinds of planetary, shall we say, conflicts that are going to happen, not just on the day of the eclipse, but in the couple of weeks before. And then uh, what's most alarming to me is something that astronomers and, well, mostly astrologers have looked at, which is when does the planet Mars, which is a traditional planet, when it's negative of war and volatility, when does Mars, after an eclipse like this, reach the eclipse point? And, and Mars has a cycle in our zodiac or our, our calendar about two years. So any time of two years after the eclipse, Mars could hit this point. But guess what, George? It happens 13 days later, which is on a Sunday, September 3rd. So we only have to wait like less than two weeks after the eclipse, and suddenly Mars 
reactivates that point. And then, this is very rare, Mercury, that same planet that will be retrograde, will also activate the eclipse at the same place. So we have a very unusual thing that none of the astronomers are into or even care about because they're not astrologers. But astrologers would look at these charts and say, wait a minute, we've got the day itself and whatever could happen in the United States affecting national security, power failures could happen, you know, uh, criminals. I mean, do you remember when, I, when we were growing up, okay, 50s and 60s, 70s, you'd always hear like, and this would be terrible stuff, the Memorial Day fatalities and accidents or the Labor Day statistics. And I used to be very concerned mm-hmm. as a kid. You know, in those days, you'd have Walter Cronkite, you'd have newspapers, they'd say, well, a terrible toll, there's been, you know, 450 or something, you know, calamities around the country. Now, that was during like a three-day, you know, holiday. We're going to have a situation that we've never had in the history of this country because of all the communication of telling everybody, oh, you've got to see this thing. And there's going to be videos and pictures and everything sent all over the place. Right. And, and my concern is mostly, again, aside from things like, you know, what, you know, lenses and things so that you don't hurt your eyes and other kind of things, is that, okay, you've already got all these people who have planned sort of very wisely ahead. You've got a lot of scientific people. I mean, some of the astronomers, are, they've actually charted a plane. I think it's Alaska Airlines to be in the air like over between Oregon and like like as if they're going to Hawaii so they this has never happened before that a plane a commercial uh aviation system has said okay we'll, we'll take you on board and and they're going to get phenomenal pictures that way but my concern hmm. is like once this 2 plus minutes are happening all across the United States and people say okay let's start leaving okay and then it starts becoming back to a kind of partial eclipse and then it becomes a regular day and remember, the stock markets are open. This is going to happen between like 10 in the morning and 2, two 3, 4 Well, what, in the what's your concern? Do you think the world is going to shut down for two and a half minutes? Well, well let me give you an example. Bloomberg just wrote it. There was an article. See, the, gradually the, the scariness of this is coming about. Okay, remember solar energy panels, solar panels, solar farms, and so on? The entire solar energy, it's as if like there's going to be kind of a short-circuiting from that standpoint of the sun during the daytime when these farms... But it's only for a couple minutes. It doesn't matter. It's kind of like, you know all the fears... I mean, it's like nighttime, right? Right. The sun goes down. During the sunspot thing... Over all that cycle about solar flares, mm-hmm. 1859, sure. horrible thing. With uh, the we telegraph. talk about it all the time. So, okay, the, the article just came out a couple of days ago, and I put some information about it at the, end of, uh, at the end of my feature. What they're talking about is certain thousands of megawatts of power, okay, that normally is going to be lighting up and electrifying different communities, and particularly in North Carolina and New Jersey, which is which are increasingly dependent on solar energy, there could be these kind of shortages. Now, the, the markets are also going to be open, and the article is talking, because Bloomberg, which is more financial, that during the actual time of the eclipse, that there's going to be kind of potential panic buying and selling having to do with different kinds of wholesale prices of energy. Now, that's just a, hmm. an example of something that we might not have anticipated. So panic over yeah. the solar eclipse for two and a half minutes. Be- because also 95%, the other 95% of the country, if you add up the path of totality going from Oregon to South Carolina, it's about 
4.5% of the landmass of the continental United States. The other 95.5% will be in various dosages of partiality. But get, like, for instance, we're in Eugene. Okay, we're a little bit south of the line. This will be like 98 to 99% of totality. Portland, Oregon will have 99%. So a lot of places that are not on the line, you've got all these people, and remember what you said at the beginning, if it's a partial eclipse, people might be prone to look up and sure. say, hey, wow, this is pretty cool. And if they don't even know they haven't been in the loop about it, they could get really hurt. But my concern really is the aftermath astrologically of cycles. Like, for instance, that week, okay, not on August 21, but on, by the Friday of that week, August 21 is a Monday, the planet Saturn will be what we call stationary. Okay, that's a thing that astrologers are concerned about when planets appear to have no motion. Now, if you look in our actual, what we call the ephemerides, to look at is, is a planet not moving or not, really the whole week of the eclipse, from that Monday onward, this planet that positively Saturn can be helpful. It has a lot to do with responsibility and hard work and leadership, executive authority, and so on. But the shadow of Saturn, the negative side, has always been fear, chronic problems, and things like frustrations and limitations, and eventually things that, I mean, could lead to pessimism and people becoming depressed. So my concern is things like, again, people who require medicines and who might run out, okay, and then they're on these highways, right, and there's gridlock all over the place, and people didn't necessarily prepare for things. And then I'm saying 13 days later, which is the Labor Day time period, when we already have the normal worry about people, you know, they're about to, kids are going back to school, there have been a Throughout the whole summer, you've got people vacationing all over the place, plus the eclipse is happening, and Mercury's retrograde until September 5, from like August 12 to September 5. Saturn's not moving, and the American chart is affected, and the president's chart is very difficultly affected. I mean, hopefully he'll be okay in terms of making wise decisions. But I'm kind of concerned that due to things like cyber security, maybe nefarious groups or individuals might want to take advantage of this because well that that's a real possibility i was thinking about that too see and here's the thing this is what bothers me i love astronomy magazine i love astronomy i was reading part of your biography about walt the the, the book you read when you were young walter sullivan yep. and I got we it. are not alone yeah and when i was a kid I got Willie Lay books about spaceships and all this other stuff, and uh, you know all those movies in our childhood. You know, the day the Earth stood still, you know, the thing, and so on and so forth. So the thing for me, I love astronomy. I love everything about the the space, the space age, and growing up with all of that. But I just think in this particular case, part of the history of of eclipses is that this was really for shamans, for for people who are really into it. And, and also, solar eclipses, you see, have a narrow path. It's not meant that millions and millions of people are supposed to be gathering together to be all part of this kind of Woodstock-like, you know, fantastic event. I just think it's not a good idea. And then what will happen is in April 8th, 2024, there will be another one that's going to cut through the United States. And if we haven't learned our lesson in another uh, six-plus years, there will be another one of these for the United States sure. to deal with. Now, the other thing to bring up is people, individuals, if your birthday, for the listeners out there, what is called, everybody's got a solar return or a birthday chart. So when 
astrologers often do, the interpretations for people. I've done that too, you know, for four plus decades. People come at their birthday, what's going to happen for the next year of my life because I'm having my birthday, which means the sun is coming back. So everyone born around August 21 or even like the 19th, the 20th, 22nd, this eclipse is hitting their chart. And what that means is instead of just the sun coming back, the moon is tagging along in the same spot so that there's a double sort of what we call both lights are there. Now, that could be very helpful for people. But, but here's another thing. If people have gotten married, they're celebrating an anniversary on August 21, or a baby was born in their life, or they started a job, or they're going to start a job, you see, or something major is going to happen in their life on that day separate from the eclipse, then that is a birth moment. Like Carl Jung, who studied astrology, he was the one who said, Whatever happens at a moment of time has the qualities of that moment of time, the idea that time is a power. It's not just like, oh, let's all go to, you know, have this happen at a certain place and a certain time. It, there's an energy in astrology. That's why astrologers do birth charts and transits and progressions and interpret people's charts, because it's powerful. Would you do anything special on this day, which I think is a Monday, isn't it? I, I'm going to avoid it. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.